museums that they've built out here. There's people in there, thousands of people, and we know out there on the horizon, there's another storm coming, another one brewing, and we're all just sitting ducks and have no protection. None of them have any protection at all. They need the unions. They don't need an Amazon gift card for Christmas. They need a union card. That's what they need to keep them safe. Give them a future. They have no future with an Amazon gift card, but they've got a future with a union card. They need to have strength and courage and to realize that their grief is going to be changed into something productive. Today, we need to band together. Go to the unions, ask them how they can help, and they'll tell you. The unions want to help. They're there for the laborers. When I first came to America, I married a gentleman that was a union laborer in Memphis. But then it was during the Great Yellow Fever where I lost my entire family. And the union had a wonderful memorial service for him and I received his, his back pay and a little extra money and I was able to go to Chicago and start over with my dressmaking business. Oh, but dear Lord, the most horrible thing happened. I wasn't there for the, a short time and my dressmaking business burned to the ground. So grief and suffering? Mother Jones knows grief and suffering. Oh, the unions need to be able to go in, unionize these people so that they can go in and make these buildings safer. They are just, these are just mausoleums waiting for people to die. The union can go in and make sure that they're safe places that they go through and make sure that they have safety precautions in, in place. So when something happens out here on the prairies, that the people will be safe. They don't have to depend on their boss telling them to get back to work or you'll lose your job. When the great dreadful tragedy is bearing down upon them. Can't we rely on our government to uh, keep us all safe at work? The union isn't a politician, they are not lawyers, and they are not businessmen, they are laborers, and the laborers stand together, they know where the problems are, they see them day in and day out, ask the men and women in these buildings where the problems are, and they'll tell you, don't ask your government, they don't know, you're sitting in their fine homes in their proper offices, going to their high-powered lunches, drinking wine, and going home to their lovely houses with their families, and then going out to the golf courses to discuss things with their friends about how to make more money. From good stock? Well, I'm here to tell you. They've never said you come from good stock holders, have they? I've come to pay my respect to the laborers who have died here struggling to make a living, hoping for a better life, a better future. I offer my sincere condolences to the families and friends of those that have passed and those that feel that they'll never be able to move on away from that dreadful, hateful night. A tender chord has been touched in this mother's heart.
Your grief will never end. It just changes form. I'm Mary Harris Jones. Some call me Mother Jones. I've seen a lot of suffering in my life. When my family left Ireland because there was the Great Potato Famine, people were dropping dead in the streets. You'd see a little bundle of cloth and it would be a body. And they'd come at night with the wagons to collect the bodies. Oh, my family and I were converted to America and I met a fine man. His name was Mr. Jones. And we, we married. He was a young man and we had four lovely children. The epidemic. It came and within one week, one week, my husband and all four of my children were gone. Oh, I know, free from suffering. The union gave me his last paycheck and I packed up my memories and I went off to Chicago and set up a little dressmaking business and trouble, trouble followed me. Oh, my entire business burned to the ground. All of my memories, all of my hopes, all of my dreams burned to the ground in that great Chicago fire. I know your grief. I know your suffering, and alone, your cries cannot be heard above a raging storm. When we get a little calm weather like today, we need to band together, knowing that out on the horizon, those storms are gathering again. Men and women need protection when they go to their jobs. We've been taught to trust those in authority, but by design, the workers' suffering is suppressed. So no one knows what's happening inside. The labor movement was the principal force that transformed misery and despair into hope and progress. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Who told you a union isn't good for you? Your bosses? The same thieves robbing you, telling you not to seek shelter in a storm? We're not politicians. We're not lawyers. We're not even a businessman. We're laborers and the union the union is our school, our college. It's where we learn to know each other, our problems, our troubles. We band together with each other and share each other's burdens, our sorrows, and our joys. The union promotes wages that keep pace with the rising prices. Safe working conditions, fair treatment, increased benefits for workers and their families. And when tragedy, tragedy occurs, the union is there to support you. They're there for you. The union is not a secret society. 
it's that's selective about their membership. No, the union wants to organize every laborer, every laborer here, everyone, regardless of your race, trade, or whatever political banner you want to stand under. Now reason with me if you will. You've heard, oh, you're so lucky to have this job. Well, who's telling you those lies? Bosses or your fellow workers who are afraid to stand up to the bosses? Those very bosses who go home to their big houses and sit down to their fine meals and then walk out onto the golf courses playing games with your lives, discussing with their friends how they're going to cut their wages so that they can make their shareholders happy. You've been told you come from good stock, but you've never been told you come from good stock holders. Oh, I got an idea, says your boss. Let's give these laborers a title. Find a few of them that are desperate and we'll give them a title. That doesn't cost us anything. And then, because they've got a title, they have to work for a salary, like the bosses. And they don't have hourly wages. Well, then they can't be union, you know, but they'll have their salary. Well, what we're going to do then, after they, they've taken their salary and their title, we're going to get rid of all of the hourly workers that work under them. And then your executive with their big title is going to have to pick up the slack. And then they're going to have to work faster. Oh, but if they work faster, we're going to set goals for them. And we'll tell them, we'll give them a bonus. But it's impossible to reach these goals. Work faster. We'll give you a bonus. Work faster. You're the executive. It's a carrot and a stick. You have heard of right to work. Workers' right to work is an illusion. When you gamble at a carnival game, you only win when the carny lets you. They wouldn't make any money at all if the able-bodied people coming to play the game were able to knock over every milk bottle with a baseball. With the right to work game, you're on their land where they make and change the rules and rig them accordingly. You'll never win. If a person's skill and effort can't support his family. How can he expect to be respected in the eyes of his family and in his community? It's a rigged game they've set for the holidays. You don't need a gift card that increases the wealth of the high class holiday burglars that are living on Wall Street. What you need is a union card, a card that protects your rights, making a fair wage for an eight hour workday. 
allowing you to have ample time to spend with your family. And it's your ticket, it is your ticket to freedom. Is there ever hope for prosperity? Is there ever any hope for prosperity in these concrete mausoleums? Dwight D. Eisenhower said, only a fool would try to deprive working men and working women of their right to join the union of their choice. And Abraham Lincoln said, all that harms labor is treason to America. Pray for the dead, but fight like hell for the living. Mother Jones.